Welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. It is the podcast where we exist to prove people wrong when, when they say sequels are never better than the originals. And today <laughs> we are talking about the last of the first blockbuster era of Batman movies. We're talking about Batman and Robin. We have a wonderful special guest. It's Rachel Quirky Shank. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone, with this in your ears right now. Well, <laughs> hi. And, and in case oh you gosh. don't know, Rachel has a really great podcast, the Infinity Podcast. And uh, if, you, if you are enjoying talking about comics, I mean, you're a perfect candidate for that podcast. Yes. Oh, thank you. I enjoy comic adaptations. Uh, yes. I, yes, my, my co-host Patrick is the comic book lorist so i approach everything through the lens of this is the first time i'm experiencing this thing on the who's this purple guy at the end of this marvel movie <laughs> i don't know uh that's that's my that's me with every superhero everything it's like <laughs> he's cool but why why what's the history here yeah if but if you animate superheroes in any particular way be it live action or through drawing or cg i'm there yeah i'm yeah. there <laughs> i'm ready what have you got for me <laughs> well and um i personally and and please no spoilers for the final episode i've been enjoying your the three of you's coverage of wandavision very much thank you and I've been siding mostly with you because I think Patrick's been a little harsh. But I, no shade to Patrick. I want Patrick on the show. Ian, yeah, you know, Patrick is presenting very good counterpoints and things. Yeah. And I'm sure that a lot of a lot of the positive notes that he has are not are just resounding with each other. You know, mm -hmm. Over, overall, he does mean it when he says he's watching. He's enjoying what he's watching, even if yeah. he, even if he has notes. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's perfect. No notes. So yeah. <laughs> But um, so I reached out to you and I said, we're covering these movies. We'd love to have you on. And you said, ooh, can I please cover Batman and Robin if no one's covered yes. it? Yes. Yes. And if, yes. if the audience doesn't know, this is a reviled movie by critics, by audiences. <laughs> and yet we have someone on here who defends this movie. Oh, Yes. Oh yes, they were they were they were so wrong and so innocent <laughs> and naive back then. They didn't know. They didn't know where it was going. <laughs> well, and a beautiful thing about this is, I feel like a lot of times there's a lot of movies that right now with Twitter and stuff like that, that they'll get a new discourse. And I think this is a movie that recently people are talking about again, kind of going, "Is this actually good?" And I hadn't rewatched it since then, and I'm going. I want to be a person that loves this movie, but I don't know. Because a lot of times it doesn't pan out for me when the discourse changes. But we watched it a couple nights ago. It was fun. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's so <laughs> it's so fun and so silly. Yeah. Jeez, I just I just wish like 2021 superhero movies would just have really bespoke bombs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just like just really like one of a kind like built out sets for everyone to yes. play in like ugh 
I know it looked oh. like such a fun like that's like oh that's a set I would like to be at yeah that looked cool yeah it's it's like someone drew it and then turned it into like three-dimensional reality yes. it's great it's yes. great it's oh my god so good and I think I think Uma Thurman is like one of the like top tier villains in comic book movies easy she's so yeah. good in this movie so good just like this <laughs> Like this almost like old Hollywood vibe. Yes. Oh, just like like mustache twirling villainy. <laughs> really? Through yeah. Like through like vampire. It's so it's so it's so fun. Mm -hmm. It's remember when actors are like all like super charismatic. It's just like <laughs> cranked up to eleven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what what was your first experience with this movie? Oh gosh, I I loved the uh, the Batman movies as a child. Uh, I I just I really liked Batman as a mm -hmm. kid. Obviously, what child didn't in the nineties? Uh, so I was I was following this movie series for a while, and I I honestly I remember visceral reactions to watching uh, Batman Forever mm -hmm. more than this one. Um, but I'm pretty sure I watched both of those in tandem, like constantly yeah. as a kid, just like they're so fun and colorful and uh -huh. wild, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure they were as much in my, my childhood video rotation as like the Lion King or the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's... like they're, they're just like forever in the fabric of my history yes. in ways that I can't actually perfectly pinpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And and what about you, Jordan? Oh, for this, so out of these like first four, this yeah. was the only one I had seen for most of my life. And I remember as a kid, I thought it was so cool, so fun. I specifically remember when Robin kisses Poison Ivy and he peels off the lips. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> he can do that? I was like shocked when that happened. So I, I remember really enjoying it. Going into it when we did a couple days ago, I was a little nervous that it wasn't going to like hold up to my childhood memory, but gosh, was it fun. I loved it. Yeah. And I, I guess the, the critiques of the movie, you know, not being serious and not being dark is kind of like, well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't get out of watching hot rod saying this movie wasn't serious and dark. It never attempted to be those things. Yeah. So that's not, I don't feel like that's a legitimate criticism of this movie. Yeah. Just like, yeah. oh, it wasn't what I wanted it to be personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, so I watched Batman, then Batman Returns, and of course, mm -hmm. you know, that inspired my my superhero Mysterious Man that yes. never really took off. Um, <laughs> and then I watched this movie thinking it was the the third movie because I was pretty sure that a movie called Forever had to be the last of them. And so, and then that, I've always, usually I'm very good at the order of movies, but until this watch, I've never quite gotten the order yeah. of the Schumacher yeah. movies because in, as a child, I was convinced that this was the third movie. Yeah. So having said that, when I saw it as a kid, I mean, how can you not love Mr. Freeze? Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Just... Zany, zany, colorful, light up costume and teeth. Ice yes. puns out the wazoo. Like this is this is live action animation, and it is mm -hmm. so good because of that. Yes. Yes. Oh man, his makeup was incredible. 
Oh my gosh, I was just blown away by it. <laughs> did you did you see anything about like what it was? Oh, I I have some information okay. here. Let me see. Um, I'll just skip to that. Um, he, so he had a blue LED light in his mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it took six hours to apply makeup. And the suit and the development of the suit cost around $1.5 million to Whoa. figure out and to create. That's cool. <laughs> Wild. And there's a lot of pretty much uh, uh, Chris O'Donnell, Robin, um, he he said that when they were filming, unless it was like a close-up of Arnold, it was a double. Because it was just oh. so much work to get him in all of that stuff. It's like, we don't need you unless you're delivering a pun. So oh, interesting. So oh him gosh. and now I'm just now I'm just imagining close-ups of him just in the top part of the armor, just wearing oh, yeah. like slacks on the bottom, <laughs> yeah. just like let's kick some ice. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm kicking myself now because when you came up on the Zoom, I should have said, "Ice to meet you." Mm. That was such a missed opportunity. Okay, but it is ice to have you on the podcast. So yes. thank you. Uh, it, it's ice to be here. <laughs> so let's um, let's talk about who made this movie. It's pretty much the same crew as the last movie. They mm-hmm. they they jumped like directly into this. It's okay. only a three year turnaround. So you got Schumacher directing Joel Schumacher. You have Akiva Goldsman uh, writing it again. You have the music by Elliot Goldenthal again, and the cinematography by Steven Goldblatt again. Mm-hmm. The movie comes out June twentieth, nineteen ninety seven. It has a $160 million budget. Uh, domestically, it makes $107 million. Okay. Not so good. Okay. <laughs> and then worldwide, it Oops. makes 238 Okay. So if oh, you, well. It makes it back. Well, but if you're factoring in, like, advertising and stuff, I don't know. That's not much of a profit. Yeah. Um. So this is the lowest worldwide box office of any Batman movie that's been oh, released. Oh wow. Okay. And when Really? You, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you when you keep that in mind, I f- I feel like it does make sense that th- that you know, what is it like 8 or 9 years before the next Batman movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like they had to, they had to let it cool and then they needed a completely new direction. Because even though the three of us think this movie rules and is a low-key masterpiece, <laughs> yeah. everyone else is like, no, no, no. Mm, yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to sway the economic systems of the past when when a movie just was kind of ahead of its time, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. you know something that is just like a little gem that the hype train like gobbled up and like destroyed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, okay, now let me jump into some some information here. Um, they, Joel Schumacher, while they were working on this movie, he was told to, and this is like the George Lucas thing. Okay. Okay. Um, he was told to make the movie more toyetic, the word toyetic. And he so said- So to sell toys? Yes. Okay. And yeah. toy makers actually helped create the designs in the movies. Interesting. That Which, makes so much it does. sense. It does. It really does. I, even as an adult, I'm like, I want to, I want to play with that like spinny light Batmobile. Like, what are we talking about? The Batmobile about? is cool. It is it really looks cool. So rad. Oh my god. <laughs> but I, I feel like maybe this is like the exception that proves the rule because I don't think that hurts the movie. It just hmm. makes it so fun to look at yeah. the entire time. Yeah, this movie is so 
pretty like it's so rich with all of its colors like it's just like this tasty candy palette that you just get Mm -hmm. to look at for 90 minutes (laughs) yeah (laughs) like even the blacks and the grays look delicious yes i know just imagine if they if they did something like this now it's just everything has such a texture like its own texture yeah and like i feel like with you know because we've gone through marvel and stuff and there was a period of it's just concrete yeah, that concrete washed over look. Even though we love most of those movies. Yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like this was like there was such such a unique vision for this. Yeah. And it looked like a comic book. Yes, it did. It, it, it really was did. Just short of being still images. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, so Rachel, if if you were to, you know, you have two hundred million dollars and someone says okay. You're not allowed to spend it on yourself. You have to make a yeah. movie. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you, can, you, you, you can't fund social programs with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How no, dare you? Nope, nope, no, nope. They, you can't they, help other people. This has to go people. to a movie. How dare? Um, <laughs> so that's, that's your situation. And someone mm-hmm. says, we want you to make something in the either the MCU or the current DC universe in this okay. style. Do you have okay. a character that they've any character that you'd be like this would work really well with that unbeatable squirrel girl huh absolutely (laughs) the unbeatable squirrel girl is that a real character yes she is absolutely a real character and she rules oh my gosh um she's she's a plucky young woman who has the powers (laughs) and tail of a squirrel and she is like super op like there's there's a new reboot and i cannot recall who wrote it but in the first issues she's like kicking craven the hunter's ass (laughs) and it's the best and she's she's just like super excited super plucky her her animation style in the in the new unbeatable squirrel girl is like very round very Uh steven university like just very like pastel-y candy colors like a taffy she would be great in that because like her stakes are always so cartoony yeah. Just in oh, general, yeah. because she has a best friend who's a squirrel. It's great. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she'd be perfect in this. Wow. That I'd, sounds great. I need that. <laughs> that sounds yeah, awesome. She rules. She's so much fun. Oh, I, no, I've I, only heard of her. I haven't taken a comic book dive or anything, but great. sounds like I need to. Oh, she's so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to our... Our friend Whitney Brown, she she dressed up as Squirrel Girl for Halloween a few years ago. Specifically that character? Yeah, she did. Oh, cool. <laughs> I probably saw it and I was like, cool, she's just a squirrel for Halloween. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's talk about, we have a third Batman now. And his name is George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's, this is one of those things where, depending on what you read, you're going to hear a different story sure. about why the Batman changed. Because... There's all these rumors and stuff that Joel Schumacher like really hated working with Val Kilmer and Val Kilmer mm, yeah. was really hard to work with. Yeah. But then at the same time you have interviews. Of course those interviews look like they're done on the Warner Brothers lot. So, you know, how much is press? How much is yeah. press of Joel being like, "No, he was a wonderful guy. Like I loved working with him." And Val saying the same thing. Yeah. Like there were no problems on set. So, basically they come down to it and th- like Warner Brothers and Joel Schumacher are expecting Val Kilmer to be in the next movie, but mm-hmm. he's already signed on to be in the movie The Saints. And there's a total schedule conflict. And oops. They. <laughs> yeah. 
So then, Oops. but it sounds it sounds kind of like Warner Brothers didn't really communicate that to him, and then his representatives didn't huh. really communicate to they Warner Brothers. They mutually were just like, maybe if neither of us say it, I can just <laughs> go do this other thing. <laughs> and, you know, just ghost him. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, worry, like. don't worry about it. It's just a, it's just a Batman. Ghost him. <laughs> Who cares? Well, and and uh, Joel Schumacher does have a quote of saying Kilmer sort of quit. And we sort of fired him. So, hmm. I mean, it sounds like it worked out for both parties <laughs> yeah. potentially. Yeah. So, um, and then speaking to some more casting, um, Joel Schumacher came to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who mm-hmm. we've talked about on our Terminator series, who and who has taught billing in this movie. By the way, yes, yes, <laughs> yes he does. Yes, yes. Could not believe it. <laughs> yeah, so now we have what? Batman One, which is Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Top billing. And then we have mm-hmm. this one with Arnold top billing. So when Very is the cool. next Batman movie where we get where we get a top billing of the villain? It better be a good better be good. It better be worth it. Yeah. Because those these are worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think Arnold's really good at this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I I I I can't believe that the internet taught me to dislike this movie. <laughs> you know how the internet yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like biased you like, well mm-hmm. maybe that movie wasn't as good as I thought it was. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the performances are like really weird and wacky and it's like no, this literally works. Like there you can be as buck wild as you want if you as the actor are like committed to it if you just yeah. like own it and like pick your actions and play them earnestly just it can be so fun i think i'm starting to get that feeling again not to bring wandavision back up through yeah. performances by katherine hahn like katherine yeah. hahn yeah. in spider-verse and katherine hahn in wandavision is just like yes just yeah. commit to just commit to the bit guys this doesn't yeah. have to be ironic just go there live in that space yeah, yeah. weird yeah, 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 yeah. And just so go. he does like Thank such you. an amazing job too because he's wild and has all these puns, like an unusual <laughs> amount of puns. But then it's like I really believe his his love for his wife who's in a coma, mm-hmm. like that he's so devastated and that's his huge motivation. And it's like I kind of want him. I want him to have that. Yeah, he really I'm wants it. I'm, I'm so glad that they don't just murder him at the end of. This. I know. Right. 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 It would feel wrong. Yeah. And and uh, no, I I lost my train of thought because I I just I think with Arnold, you know, growing up, he is Arnold. Like everybody knows yeah. him, everybody loves him. But then I think as I got older, I thought, yeah, but y- y- you know, we all all the people who love movies, we do get to a point where we're like only like Martin Scorsese and you know Orson Welles are good. <laughs> y- you have to go through that phase, and mm-hmm. then once you get out of that phase, you're like. Okay, cool. I love those movies, but I can also appreciate like that Arnold can do something that no other actor can do. Yeah. And no, he cannot be in There Will Be Blood and do a Daniel Day-Lewis performance. But Daniel Day-Lewis could never be Mr. Freeze. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no, interesting. Just be there just be too much like gravitas to it and you don't need that. Like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> these these are these are superheroes they are they are literally drawn pictures 
in order that tell a story. It's okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and- I don't need Mr. Freeze's tragic, <laughs> tragic backstory to take over half the movie. I see that he loves his wife and he is yeah. sad. And yeah. that's enough for me. That's all I need, especially if you're, a big part of your audience is children. You just keep it a, keep it as simple as possible. <laughs> yeah. When we've, uh, of course, I'm I'm sure you can guess we've been talking about this a lot because we're talking about Batman. But there there is this thing, you know, with like the Zack Snyder stuff and the upcoming Justice League four hour like marathon that is apparently required viewing. Um, the, and and then you know the the movie we talk about way too much on this podcast, but we can't stop talking about it because it's so weird and kind of bad and it's bad as Joker and. It's just it's just so refreshing to watch this movie and see like ah it's not this person just brooding because mm-hmm. I know that Justice League is going to be the team brooding for 4 hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're just why There's do no we fun. need to, why do we need to watch super powerful people who can just do whatever they want just like be sad about it you know like i started watching superman and lois and Uh it is so refreshing to see a superman that's just like i do good because it's good and it makes me feel good to do good you know like that's all like i'm just I'm gonna fr- I'm gonna freeze some st- I'm gonna freeze this big chunk of water and I'm gonna I'm gonna like power down a nuclear plant and it's just gonna be fine. Yeah. And, then, and it's gonna be fine because I'm Superman and it's fine. It's gonna be great. It's cool. I'm Superman. Yeah. Dig Folks, it. Don't we you can love have it? fun. We're yes. allowed wow. to have fun when yeah, we go watch so... superhero movies. Oh, uh, and 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 can we? talk about how interesting our sort of like superhero escapism has has leaned so deeply into like darkness and death and in this one it's Mm -hmm. like everybody gets frozen but then we thaw them and they're fine (laughs) (laughs) nobody dies in this one everybody's just like the dog is cool it's it's gonna finish peeing don't worry (laughs) just like oh and before this, I think it was uh, everyone was hypnotized by yeah. uh, the the television, and then they're and then they're fine. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're fine because Batman saved the day. It's just it's like he it's just it. hijinks. It all feels like <laughs> a bunch of hijinks. Yeah, not like a a huge crazy conspiracy that's gonna like take over the world and kill everybody. I mean, I know that's like a lot of the times the goal, but it's just played as like this is fun and kooky. Yeah. yeah. Well, and-, and we're always just going to start with Gotham. We're going to do this yeah, to yes, Gotham. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll get, and you know what? And then we'll do the world. Yes. Gotham first, <laughs> then the world. It's, it's cool. Yeah. Set up a base. I, I sort of feel like we're, we've kind of, because of internet culture and like people thinking that plot holes are just, you know, not understanding what plot holes are and, and things of that nature. Of mm-hmm. course, see Patrick Willem's video on plot holes. Um, all of that stuff. I, I do feel like we've kind of reached a pinnacle. I think the Joker and Justice League kind of reached this, like, this is as dour as we can get. Mm-hmm. And now it is time to have, like, some more Shazams, some more Aquamans, some more Guardians. And it's okay if, like, maybe sometimes it doesn't totally make sense. Mm-hmm. Because internet culture yeah. has kind of ruined... They've kind of ruined movie plots because nobody understands like 
yeah, in real life, coincidental things happen, and you can portray that in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, and and sometimes what happens in our real life doesn't necessarily need to be so in a movie for us to empathize with it. Yeah. For us yeah. to find, like, what matters in this story, you know, like this idea of trusting your family and, and mm. expanding it and knowing that, like, love can grow out. You know, like, and that's and that's inherent in this dumb movie where Uma <laughs> Thurman kisses people and they die. <laughs> I guess they don't. I, I guess they die. I love that moment when he gives her the keys to the bat signal, and somehow she is able to just turn it into a Robin signal, <laughs> and and then Robin's yeah. like, "She wants me." Yeah, you're like whatever. Bane, I, I've made it this far in the movie. I'm down for that. Sure. Whatever. Bane is a master craftsman. We never get to see it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you so know good. he did it. He made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let me jump back into a few more notes. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't even know if I said no. I did. I didn't say this. Yeah. So Joel Schumacher came to Arnold. That was our whole launching point after yeah. we said the Just word like Arnold. So much fun. Sorry, it, it's mostly my fault. We tangent so bad. Oh, on it's the okay. That's podcast. what we want when we have a guest because we, you know, we always go boom, 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 boom. But it's free. Yeah, get through all now. the notes so we can get to the movie. Is how we <laughs> usually do it. <laughs> but um, basically, Joel came to Arnold and he said, "I want you to do this movie." And he said, "If you don't do the movie, I'm not going to direct it." And kind of left. It, you know, it was like, it, it wasn't a threat. It was like, sorry, like, like you're just integral. This movie's not going to work wow. without you. So wow. think about it. And the next day Arnold called him and he's like, well, I don't want you not to do the movie. So I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Damn, then, um, and I thought my character was cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we have um, the, I, I forget his name, but the scientist uh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. From Gremlins mm-hmm. 2. That guy? I'm going to look it up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Lionel Luther from Smallville. <laughs> okay. Um, he he recalls that before many takes, Schumacher would grab a megaphone and say, remember, everyone, this is a cartoon, and then they would call action. <laughs> wow. His name's John Glover, by the way. John Glover. Okay. Yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's great. Um, and then we have the... Um, the executive producer of the movie, I thought he said something very interesting about it. He's the guy who really got Batman put to screen. We talked about him a little bit in our first episode of this series, mm-hmm. and he's been an executive producer on all of them, and he describes the whole series as such. He said, Batman is the Batman of 1939 before mm. Robin. Batman Returns is more of a 90s darker Batman. Batman Forever is the 1940s to the 1950s. And then he said, this movie is the 1960s. Cool. So he was kind of, I think that's a good lens to look at it. Not like this is a cohesive movie after movie after movie. It's kind of like different eras of Batman. Yeah, like representing a different era in each movie of him. And I like that a lot. I like that very much. It's cool. These first four Batmans are are all quite lovely as as movies. Like they're very fun to watch. Yeah, you know. But like adding that extra lens, like of course you can see that in in the first Batman with its like incredibly like dark and grim and like black and white feeling aesthetic with like the like the gothic look. Oh, I love that. That's great. Good job, movie series. I even with (laughs) Batman Forever didn't wasn't my favorite, but I it's like you can't tell me it wasn't exciting though. 
It's a no, wild, yeah. wild it, ride. That, that one also has some of the most musical lines of yeah. the franchise. Like all through this one, I just kept thinking that one, that one extra in the safe going, it's boiling acid. <laughs> yeah. or, or Chris O'Donnell going, holy rusted metal, Batman. Like they yes, just yes, live yes. in my mind. Like those yeah. lines live rent free of just like Tommy Lee Jones going, hand me. You know, it's just so... There's such music in that delivery that they just like stick with you. It's so oh, fun. Yeah. And in, in this one with the, the opening scene in the museum, you, yeah. you said as you're watching, like they just need to put like the, the pows and the, the bangs, like when they're hitting them, like they're just so mm-hmm. short of just doing yeah. that. that, and I, that I say great. throw away Justice League, put that money into doing an Adam West um, like recut of this movie. That would be fun. As an alternate, <gasps> yeah. not a replacement, an alternate that you can watch. Yes. Um, okay. Get on it. Get on it, internet. Make that happen. <laughs> yeah, make that go. Hashtag the... Release the West Cut. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Arnold Schwarzenegger was paid $25 million for the movie. Wow. You know, and this is around <sighs> Terminator 3, and we talked mm. about, I think he was paid the same amount for Terminator 3, so... We have that. Um, then finally, here's here's what we got, and then I'm done. Um, the studio, while Schumacher was working on it, was really impressed with the dailies. And in case anyone doesn't know, that's just the footage at the end of the day that they'll review. Um, and they were like, before this movie even came out, they said, you want to do five? And he's going, yeah, I'll do five. And so they had this plan, which would be Batman Unchained. And it was supposed to be continuing in the, this is a quote from the LA Times, continuing in the same vein with multiple villains and more silliness. And the script had Scarecrow as the main villain. And through the use of his fear toxin, he resurrects the Joker as a hallucination in Batman's mind. And Harley Quinn appears as a supporting character written as the Joker's daughter. That's interesting. Hmm. Weird. Okay. Very weird. Okay. Okay. I can go there. It's fine. Yeah. And then it was hoped that the villains from previous films would make cameos appearing in the hallucinations, culminating with Jack Nicholson. Wow. That's wild. I love that. That's kind of cool. But then- I like that. I'd have watched that movie. Oh, heck yeah. I'm all about it. Batman Unchained. Let's go. Yeah. But then the movie came out. And Schumacher was like, my heart's not in this anymore. I don't want to yeah. make it. And yeah. also, the studio definitely did not want to have him anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. The bummer. And then it dies until the old time master himself comes around, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just go through actors quickly. Yeah. Um, so we have uh, Jeep Swenson plays Bane. He's in mm-hmm. best known for this movie, Bulletproof and Walker, Texas Ranger. And then he he passed away shortly after the movie actually came out. And then, so you said it's Alicia Silverstone. That's what Schumacher called her in the the behind the scenes. So she is probably best known, probably for this, but also Clueless. She's also in True Crime, The Babysitter, Scooby-Doo 2, which I didn't know about. And now I got to rewatch it. Yeah, we got to cover that on Patreon soon. Yes. Those those movies. (laughs) Um. That's just a highlight of her. She's obviously in much more stuff. And then yeah. um, Uma Thurman, uh, who plays Poison Ivy. She's in Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Pulp Fiction, Burnt, Motherhood, 
I wrote Super Ex Girlfriend twice, so that must have meant like left an impression on me. Oh my crazy ex girl! I'm my notes don't make sense. She's also in Gattaca. That's right. Yes. That's a great movie. And then of course we have George Clooney, who is in ER, Burn After Reading, From Dusk Till Dawn, Eyes of March, A Brother Where Art Thou, and the Oceans movies. Oh, and something to note too. He was filming ER while they were filming this movie. So really? they had him on weekends. Really? <laughs> Which is like... Maybe, they had him on weekends for this movie? Yeah, he was in the... So like That's Friday, crazy. I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he would shoot. And then he would do ER Monday through Thursday. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. ER was very popular at the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like on the weekends, he was Batman. Yeah. And then he's Bruce Wayne during the week. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so what do we all think about George Clooney as Batman? I want to hear the takes. I'll let you go first, Rachel. Um, I think he's fine. He, he's not he's not going as big as other as other Batmans have, but I'm cool mm. with it because, like, the rest of the world is so zany. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice to have someone who's a bit more grounded in what's going yeah. on. It makes it yeah. a little more, like palatable it, mm-hmm. especially if we're going to have such a a heartfelt and serious b plot with yes. alfred being ill and like batman trying to have to you know cope with the loss of another parental figure you know i think it it's it's just calm enough that it okay. that it works on an emotional level and it's also centering for the rest of this like wacky movie you yeah. know oh yeah that's a really good way to look at it i think i definitely like him better than val kilmer for mm-hmm. batman and bruce but also i just love george clooney yeah so. also just like that's a charisma machine and you have yeah. to actively direct him to be bad you yeah, know? yeah it's yeah he's just he's just one of those actors that's just like point a camera at him it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> yeah. that's yeah gonna, for, so it's, it's gonna like, work e- out yeah so it's like even if he's not like the best batman you've got george clooney in this movie yeah that's great it is wild though because e- even in the behind the scenes which you know it's them on like the warner brothers lot everybody is ashamed of this movie and those are that's old crazy. interviews mm-hmm. and is this wait are these interviews like while they're filming the movie and it hasn't even come out yet and no one i think they're like during the press tour that would follow okay. them having okay. shot it yeah um and there's there's stuff where like like chris o'donnell saying we just did it too fast and it was way sillier but he's going i wouldn't change the opportunity i would do it again yeah but you could tell there's like a i don't want to openly say that i liked this or mm. and george clooney it was it's rumored for years that if you met him somewhere and you said hey i saw batman and robin he would give you like 20 bucks to reimburse your ticket <laughs> like he was oh, that no. ashamed of the movie that's a bummer but the here's what i will say though there was one person in the interviews who was just talking about how fun it was and how they just brought their all and can you guess who it was arnold schwarzenegger Uma Thurman. Oh, Uma it was Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Come, oh, it was I Uma. Knew it. I was like, I, was I like, forgot she was in like it. <laughs> yeah, but even yeah. Schumacher, he's like, he he said, um, I, I feel like he did do what he wanted to do, but he he just in the interviews, he's kind of going, I never, I did not mean to make everybody so upset. I just tried to entertain people. Sorry, and he apologizes for this movie like throughout oh, his life. Wow, it's good, pretty sad. It is. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. 
maybe this will be the definitive touchstone episode that changes the narrative maybe. from here on out. That Batman you know, Robin I, rules. I would say I would say our our ranks have been increasing as yes. time has gone on. Because as much as I learned to hate this movie through the internet, I also learned to love it again through the internet. Yeah. You yeah. know, like folks folks like Hannah Blackman who are just so well versed in Schumacher's filmography and just really like understands like what he is doing as a director it really like changed the way that i i look at his works and now i start looking at them through like what he was intending which is he loves his actors and he wants them to look so good mm-hmm. all of the time there's this like desire for like decadence and escapism and delicious colors like that's yeah. that's the thing like this is so I already said it looks like candy, but it's just, it's so important that it's so pretty to look at. Like even, even the shots of just like stuff, you know, like the observatory on top of a pair of very muscular arms. That's so (laughs) cool to look upon. (laughs) Yes, it really is. Because Joel Schumacher wants to make pretty movies. And sometimes I just want to look at a pretty movie. Yeah. I love that take. I love that. And I agree with you. I think that's great. Well, let's dig in. Okay. Let's go I'm for the plot so here. I'm so excited to relive so, this. I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. I'm euphoric about it. <laughs> so we jump in, and right away, it is bat butt, bat pecs, bat ears, robin butt. It's all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the human body oh. front and center. Doing it all. And I love so much the rhythm where it's like Batman and Robin and Batman and Robin and Batman and Robin. It's just like, remember, this is Batman and Robin. So we're going to we're gonna yeah, give them yeah, both yeah, yeah. as much screen time as possible, as often as possible. Yes. Yes. So good. And then they're, they're going to jump in the car, fight some crime. Of course... Chicks dig the car. Yes. Dig the car. Just, I had to and pause and go, I, it's, we're two minutes and 28 seconds into this movie, and I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> Chicks dig the car. Yeah. So then we head to the museum, and this is where we're introduced to Mr. Freeze. And we have this sequence. Okay, maybe you don't like this movie. But you can't deny how cool this sequence is. Oh my gosh, it's incredible! Oh, yeah. The choreography is awesome. Yeah, and you have—he freezes like the whole museum because he's trying to get all these. He's trying to get more diamonds. Yeah, and he—you have people on ice skates skating around on the ice, fighting Batman and Robin. Yeah, if that's Plain. not cool, I have no definition. Well, it of cool. does get cooler because Batman and Robin <laughs> are there fighting, and they're boots become ice skates yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it does get they, cooler and then they play hockey with some they play diamond yes. hockey with minions it's great and what's even funnier is like you know that that kind of imagery like it's cool to us but that was like the pinnacle of cool uh-huh. at the 90s of just like this shorthand of like yeah batman and robin are really cool they play hockey and ride yeah, they come to play they come to party <laughs> Well, and this this whole first act, much like Batman Forever, actually, if you were flipping through the channels and you'd never see this, you would go, "Oh, I'm watching the end of a movie." It is oh, insane, it's so crazy, how yeah. crazy it is. And then you're going, "Wait a second, I'm seven minutes into this movie and I'm watching the climax of a movie." 
Yeah. What am I supposed to do with my brain at this point? Just keep it keep it on the channel and just it, let it ride. It's <laughs> honestly one big brassy jazz credits number away from being a Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. It's like that kind of like cold open stakes of just like we're just gonna we're gonna lay it all out. He's gonna jump from a train. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole message of this movie is just like, don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. Just have don't fun. worry. Because we George, all are. George is here. Arnold is here. We we built we built ice bombs. Don't worry. Yeah. The the message of this movie is doesn't a Pepsi and Coke sound good right now with some popcorn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's just like, oh, I'm in the theaters. Let's oh yeah, go. the essential I, theater. I need viewing. extra butter on this popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um I love the insanity of Robin is chasing Mr. Freeze. He jumps and he gets frozen. Mm-hmm. And then Batman puts him in water and yes. he has a gun that can heat the water and it'll take 11 minutes. And right then and there, 11 minutes, I did not realize it at that moment, but that is like the gun in the closet. That's the magic <laughs> number. the rest yeah. of the movie where it's like, we only have 11 minutes until the whole earth is ruined. 11 yeah. minutes this, 11 minutes that. But that happened, didn't right. that happen directly after uh, Mr. Freeze took Batman up into space to freeze him? Yeah. Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> that's wild too. Yeah, because this is the beginning. Both of them have hot laser guns that they use to save one another from ice. Good job, Batman. You did it. (laughs) All of this feels like, and and I've not watched, I've not watched the Adam West Batman movie, but Mm. we're, folks, if you're listening now, it's on our Patreon and came out two days ago, I believe, and we will have watched it by then. But I think, you know, in that movie, there's like, what is there, like a shark repellent bomb? Yes. And there's all this specific wow. stuff that's like, no one would ever have this. And this movie has that feel to oh, me where yeah. it's like, they have skates. They were just prepared for this guy they've never seen before. And they're just ready to go. Yeah. And guess what? Don't worry about it. Yep. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they've got everything. If they I need mean, it, they've got it. Even at the near the end when... Uh, Alicia Silverstone finds the lair and out the computer Alfred's like I knew this day would come and it's like (laughs) you did you knew this was gonna happen (laughs) I got you girl don't worry about it oh it's so great well and what's just great is that Alfred is definitely a technical genius you know he's he is like running Batman without Batman you don't have Alfred according to this movie or I mean without Alfred you don't have Batman excuse me um but uh, but his password for that USB stick is Peg. I can't believe it. <laughs> That's the most it's unbelievable just, password it's scene. It's just such maybe a, ever. a fun movie thing. It's just basically his password was password. And it's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it, it. Honestly, the password was easier than password because he literally yeah. had it written down on he a picture did. next <laughs> to the computer. It just says Peg. <laughs> Uh, to, to dismantle and take down Batman was just three simple letters. Uh, <laughs> They're just visible the whole time. That and, and, and she was supposed to ship it to his brother. Like, someone's <laughs> going to find this on the way. This is nope. a bad plan, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. So now, you know, we've had this showdown with <sighs> Mr. Freeze. Yes. And then we meet this disheveled scientist mm-hmm. who, in this movie... My goodness, does 
Uma Thurman's daughter and her look so much alike in this yeah. movie. Yeah. I'm, for, I'm totally forgetting her name. Isn't it Robin too. something, I think? I can't remember I at all. I think so. That it's uh, th- Robin is either the actor's name or their name in Stranger Things. I'm going to, I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah. <laughs> I got to know now. Oh, it's Mia. It's, no. Is it? Oh. Come on. Quickery. I shouldn't have I don't want to edit any I of this. I shouldn't have looked. <laughs> yeah. season are they on? Three? Or they've done three? Yeah, she's in three. Let's see. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. I shouldn't have looked up the show. The cast Isn't is too big. The, the last. Maya. Maya. Sorry. Maya yeah. Hawk. Maya, Maya Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, I mean, it was, it was uncanny in a lot of this movie. Yes. Yeah. She looks so young and she looks so great. She always has oh looked so gosh. great. And I'm just, it's just crazy to look at something that's like, it, to me, 1997 doesn't feel that old, which sucks because I'm getting old. So it's like, <laughs> oh, she looks young. No, you're not. At a time, I thought she was just young forever. Yeah. Like she looks younger than I th- even thought that she ever looked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah she she is once she she's dedicated her life to to plants and ancient plants and bringing back extinct plants yeah and but her her scientist the head dude he's always cooking up something that he won't let her in on yeah and he needs a solemn i mean if we're gonna be doing you know a harley quinn movie a joker movie we need this doctor movie same actor yeah Yeah. i want that because this guy just put John Glover in like every DC thing because I love yes. him all oh, the time. He's so he's so good as Lionel Luther too. Just seeing him oh, here, I, I was like, oh yes, you're very you're very good at all of these things. Yeah, that you do yeah. good job. Good job. Who is that that character in the universe? I'm so Superman illiterate. Uh, Lionel Luther is Lex's dad in Smallville. I don't know Got how can, can like how canonical that is throughout. But mm-hmm. because Smallville is set as like Superman in Smallville before he like finally attains the mantle of Superman, like mm-hmm. Lex also lives in Smallville and that's his dad. And he's a cool. he's Got a it. real he's a real mean bean. <laughs> it's <laughs> great CW bullshit. I love it. <laughs> um so now we have, I would say this would be like my qualm with the movie. What, what I'm about to say is is the the character of Bane yeah. and the creation of Bane. He's just so not comic book faithful that it's not, it's not even like the same character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a bit of a bummer. It doesn't really bother me that much, actually. It's just kind of like... Oh, that's kind of a missed opportunity. I mean, at least they made him crazy. If they were yeah. going to use him at all, he he looks like uh, a dead body that's been pumped full of gross pus or something because he's all <laughs> green looking and veiny. So he looks nuts. So at least they they do something with him. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a Schumacher movie. It's going to look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that would be my like one one complaint with the movie. I just. It's a missed opportunity, but I I really like Bane and Dark mm-hmm. Knight Rises. So for me personally, that's covered. Yeah, you got I have it. A, yeah, I have a movie where I get to be excited about Bane. Yeah. yeah, and it's also really delightful to have this like giant monster man who's just like work company. <laughs> it's just very fun just to uh-huh. be like he gets it, but like boy oh boy, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I can't I can't even be mad. Yeah. I'm just like it's so weird in this weird movie 
when he uh, later, I guess, like kind of in the climax when he's setting up all the ice bombs, he just kept keeps saying bomb and he says it like five <laughs> times. times. It's so great. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I they had think... to. Otherwise, you've been like, what are these icicles? I, oh, yeah. they're bombs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bane. You really did some expository <laughs> lifting just there. Yes, he did with one word, too. Proud of you. <laughs> Good job, baby what a gl- boy. What a glow up. <laughs> I think, though, that he... He looks kind of cute in the fedora and detective jacket when he's driving (laughs) (laughs) poison ivy around. Yeah. (laughs) Just, okay. (laughs) It's in his cute little hat. Yeah. It's far too small for that man. (laughs) And even though it looks a little janky because of some of the CG, I kind of love his shrinking and enlarging effects. They look kind of cool. Oh, I thought they were pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Like... I thought those red, like real nice. Just yeah. like, ooh, yuck. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and um and to so this is this is a little bit of a, a deep cut for the for our listeners, but I, I I just have to shout out our Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom episode because this movie reminded me of that movie in that the scientist said, Let's start the bidding at ten million dollars and I thought that makes sense. That's a good place to start the bid instead of how in Jurassic Park, World Fallen Kingdom they were like getting really excited that they had this one of a kind dinosaur and they had just got past 20 million and I was like what are you talking about this thing's got to be worth like 100 it's a yeah. velociraptor yeah. these don't exist yeah so he starts the I think he starts at a fair bid yeah and I didn't so, think that's funny. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk about how nonsensical this movie is, that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, this 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 apparatus could topple regimes. Like, ten million's kind of low ballpark here. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ease into it at a cool ten mil. Ease so, into it. Just ease but, into but, I mean, it. There you go. There, there were so many there were so many dinosaurs in that movie, and they were like they were getting so excited when they're like one million, two million. Five, yeah, and they got really <laughs> excited when they were getting above twenty for one of those extinct dinosaurs. Yep, and that—that's why you know that movie doesn't work as well, and this one works just fine. <laughs> it's Batman, great. Batman and Robin, better movie. I can stand <laughs> oh, on that hill. Yeah. So he, that happens. She witnesses it, and he doesn't want her to witness what he's doing, right? And that's why he gets upset with her. Yeah, and and kills her. Yeah. yeah, and all the all the chemicals, and you know, the only way to get a Batman villain is to throw them down somewhere. Yeah, where and, there's and put where there's nasty liquid. It's yeah. all it's all nasty liquid. Yes, because <laughs> you have Joker, Toxic nasty waste, liquid, nasty liquid. You have Catwoman thrown off a building, Penguin with hey wait, wait. she gets she gets licked by cats, nasty yes. liquid. Yes. Uh, Penguin is thrown into the sewers. Nasty liquid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Two Face gets liquid thrown at him, and nasty. it's pretty nasty. That's a nasty burn liquid right there. <laughs> yeah. Riddler, not so much. He just mm. becomes his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, Poison Ivy gets thrown down, and a bunch of nasty liquid gets thrown yeah. on her. Bane gets injected with fine. a bunch of nasty liquid. Yes. Uh, 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 Mr. Freeze falls into some really cold nasty liquid that's he just does. so cold. Like, Even oh, Robin true. Robin falls into some nasty, nasty. Free, like melted ice cream liquid. Yeah. yeah. Must not have been nasty enough, though, because he's still a good guy. Yeah, he should have got the, the proportionate strength of ice cream. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? <laughs> the, the sheer amount that Jim Carrey probably spit on the set of Batman Forever... Probably counts as nasty liquid. <laughs> yeah. 
Fair so point. Nasty liquid is the equivalent <laughs> to radioactivity and gamma rays in the Marvel universe. Yes. That's what we're learning. Yeah, there you go. It's cosmic radioactive background, you know, or nasty liquid. <laughs> which <Yeah. laughs> the two genders. <laughs> um okay, so now let's talk a little bit about Alfred and his okay. his part uh, of the film. Mm. Oh, why don't why don't you hit us off? You had oh, such a strong reaction. Oh my gosh, what a sweet Alfred! What a sweet man! Just mm-hmm. like, I just want to hug that Alfred so bad. Like he's just so he's so good, <laughs> taking care of his niece. You know, yeah. being patient. Oh, I just like he's. I mean, obviously, he is written to be the heart of the movie. For he is mm-hmm. the character that brings all the all the bat adjacent people together but like (laughs) this performance is so tender and sweet and like you don't want him to die it's great it's great that you're just like i please don't die alfred you're oh i love you yeah oh he doesn't have to hit anyone it's awesome yeah he's just always there when you need him oh i'm sorry go ahead that's all Oh, i think the the alfred storyline and his acting is much better in the schumacher movies just out of all of them. He's got a lot more to do. And yeah. and I think that he, like that's the iconic Alfred to me. So so it's like you have Michael Keaton iconic Batman mm-hmm. and then you have um I'm forgetting his name, but this this Alfred in these movies is like he's more iconic than the Batman, I think. Or or doing a better job, I would say. But he's he's more well written. Michael Go. Michael Go. I don't I'm assuming that's how you say his last name. But yeah. Maybe it's Gog. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe though. it's Gog. Yeah, Ugh. maybe. So yeah, he's he's getting sick. Mm-hmm. So that, that's going to be the thrust of the movie. Yeah, and of course, when you find out that he has McGregor's disease, stage one. <gasps> I think we can fix it because Mister Freeze can fix stage one of it. Yeah, but not uh, multi, not other stages. Not not later stages. And we're folks, in progress too don't far. worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Got it. We're hey, we're probably gonna get the cure from him at some point. Why would we set it there? Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's me, and- Joel. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We, so one one thing I wanted to talk about is Chris O'Connell. I think is a direct link to Chris Evans' Human Torch. And is the link that gets us from like, you have Chris O'Donnell and he's trying to be cool, get the ladies, uh-huh. and then Chris so Evans 90s. as the Human Torch is such a early two thousands like bridge to what would become like the modern cool superhero. Yeah, I, I co-sign this take. Yes, just that very stereotypical like young brash know it all <laughs> yeah. dude who just wants to like kiss a lot of ladies and like and ride his wheeled vessel of choice be it a skateboard (laughs) or a motorcycle yes and then eventually it's it's like the stages of becoming a man maybe you start as chris o'donnell then you get you get into your human torch phase and then if you do things right you become captain america yeah that's just maturity he just chris chris evans just was given more of an opportunity to mature yeah, as a superhero, he's had more time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris O'Connell, he he's just so he knows what he's doing. He's he mm. knows what he's here for. Oh yeah, I, I mean, mean everyone does in this movie. They all do such a great job. But yeah, he does play the rebellious. Like he wants he wants more room. He wants more trust in in this role, and he does such a great job with it. 
The only thing I would knock about his performance is there is not a scene where he does his laundry like in Batman Forever, and that's a huge bummer, I think. Yeah. Big my opportunity. If if you don't remember, oh, there's I, that scene. Absolutely. Where, okay. where he where he twists it using his toes that lives room free in my head forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when he like punches it in midair, it's it's yep. great. Yeah. Stop it. So, that you're 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 talking about an important film in my awakening. <laughs> <laughs> so much of that movie, I'm just like, oh, oh, I didn't know people felt this way about other people. <laughs> it's it's gross. Is Stop he not wearing it. an earring in this one? No, he's not. Oh, you so. got rid they, of the they, earring. They, they get rid of it. Yeah. Hmm. I I just remember it, in the Batman Forever, he has it when he's uh, is it Dick Grayson as yeah. his character, mm-hmm. which is just like okay, this is so nineties to me. And then when he's Robin, he keeps the earring, and it's like <laughs> that's just kind of it's it's a small touch, but that's kind of wild to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's it's interesting. It's like when he him not having it in this movie, he's like it actually kind of gets in the way. It gets caught on stuff. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's all this nasty liquid around. Like, maybe let that heal up. But, like, gross. Yeah, I don't think it's good for your line of work. No. I, I do like, though, how they don't really call him his They always call him Robin. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fir- I think it's the first time in the movie uh, Bruce Wayne is mad at him. And, and he calls he, him Dick. He's like, Dick. Yeah, <laughs> he says it in such yeah. a yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Th- I couldn't remember that that was his name. I just thought he called him a dick. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah and a, you're it's, like, what the heck? It's either Robin or it's Master Grayson, and that's all we yeah. get for a lot of it. Because this yeah. is a movie for kids, you know. Yes, for yes. children. <laughs> yeah. Watch yeah. that potty language. Yeah, <laughs> but he does use it. it. He has he has one where he gives him a a, a malicious malicious use, yes. and then later in the movie, it's like you did a good job, Dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe that's for anyone who didn't know his name and the, they needed the clarification like oh he said it again okay that's <laughs> yeah yeah maybe that's just a term of endearment <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about barbara yes we're here for barbara right yes we like barbara mm-hmm. yeah. barbara is gonna master, become master Batwoman. code cracker yes <laughs> barbara she's, she's able to figure out passwords she goes on this crazy motorcycle chase. Yeah. That's that scene was pretty long. <laughs> but kinda had that like we talked about last last week, there's there is definitely like a George Miller Mad Max, mm-hmm. but with like a techno vibe to it. Yeah. That I, I really like. And this the this scene is like this is kind of like Mad Max. This yeah, is well, cool. Yeah, what really reminded me of George Miller stuff was when um, Poison Ivy goes into the Turkish bath, and there's all the neon black light. Yeah, yes. like this feels like Mad. This feels like Max just stumbled upon a society of neon people living in this cave. Yeah, yeah, like that. It's just, and this is just a thing that exists. Yeah, and uh. then they just we're gonna exterminate them. Let's watch Mad Max tonight. Okay. <laughs> let's let's throw them really hard across the room and then they'll run away. It's fine. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about it. They're okay too. <laughs> Nobody my, dies in this one. This that's going to be my episode description. I think I'll say every sentence, you know, describing what's going on and then I'll just in in the sentence with don't worry about don't it. Don't worry. It's cool. <laughs> be Joel. You're going to be safe. I promise. Yeah. Um there's the scene where the oh oh yes I mm. loved every second yes of the rainforest scene where they oh are trying g- to I, bring Mr. Freeze in. I 
audibly started screaming yes 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 when i knew we were gonna be doing like the bidding for jewels on the pretty ladies and we were gonna get a really great burlesque number i was like yes yes i am ready because i remembered this and i'm like this is gonna be so much fun and i was correct yeah oh my god so they're trying they're trying to bring mr freeze in because he needs one more diamond yes and that's my best arnold schwarzenegger more which sounds more like a christopher walken but yeah whatever neither one can i really impersonate i can't impersonate anyone anyway so then this jungle number starts playing and poison ivy has the coolest entrance Mm -hmm. ever and she comes out and she starts, you Doing know, her love potion to everybody. Yeah, she's sending her love potion everywhere, and uh, she, and then they start bidding for her, and this pits Batman and Robin against each other, and they're saying one yes. million dollars, yes, two million. Robin's yes. like, I'll borrow the money from you, ten yes. million dollars. And then he yes. he goes put it on the card, and he has a Batman <laughs> credit card. Oh my god, it's so good! <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> don't leave the bat cave without it (laughs) yes say more and here's what i will say i will (sighs) i will eat all of the words that i have ill spoken about this upcoming justice league if we get even just a glance of somewhere where there's a bat credit card it won't happen but if it is i am gonna say that it is a perfect movie and i'm gonna love it even if I hate everything else. Because we need the bat card back. Yeah, get the Batman needs Ugh. a credit card. Make it happen. <laughs> it's how, so else good. It, how else is he gonna get all these these bat embossed warming tubes or whatever that he puts on people? <laughs> it's like stick on warming pads. Like yeah, they gotta yeah, be bat shaped. Come on. He has a, a bat credit card open, you know, with whatever bank it is, so that nothing can be traced to Bruce Wayne. It's like he's legally registered. Maybe he has a birth certificate for it's Batman. It's Batman LLC. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was gonna be like, this. is he an LLC? Yeah. Did he get a corporate card? What is happening? Yeah. Which, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's that great moment in Dark Knight, which I wouldn't say it's in response to this at all. But you remember that scene where the the character goes to Morgan Freeman Mm -hmm. and he said, look, I found all these drawings of like the Batmobile and stuff. And he goes, what I want is $10 million and all this stuff. And then Morgan Freeman goes, you really think Bruce Wayne is Batman? Okay. Go ahead and leak it to the press. It calls us bluff, basically. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of cool because... My mind does, you know, watching this movie, it's like, what is the monetary situation here? Like, how do they do this stuff? And I do like how in The Dark Knight they get into how that, this stuff, stuff that is you, built. That you think of. Like, like this movie, they do that stuff and they don't provide any explanation. And that's part of the reason why it's so amazing. They yeah. don't. Yeah, no, there but shouldn't be. It's it, not it that type of movie. It but. is kind of fun to think of. But how does this world really work? Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, but I I think with this and Batman Forever, you cannot go into these movies saying this is the world I live in. No, yeah, you yeah. can't. And and it's not even we don't this... have enough nasty liquid in our world. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it though, but not yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, not yet, not yet. One one thing I I did want to point out too is there was a cool shot of Robin when he's on the ground and he flips up and the camera flips with him mm-hmm. and it reminded me of like a Lee Winnell shot from um. What's that movie Upgrade. that we love? Upgrade. Yeah. And I, I was yeah. like, I didn't know that they did this in the 90s. Like, Maybe, what? Yeah. Took a took a note out of the, the Schumacher playbook. Poison Ivy gets the jewels. 
and she leaves with them. Yes. No, Mr. Mr. No, no, no. Freeze takes no, you're them right. off of he her does. neck. He does. Boy, oh boy, once again. Dang. Dang, dang Schumacher movies. I forgot how, how, how much of these I'm just like, oh. Oh, humans feel this way about each other. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> I, I, I loved so much sitting watching that like pheromone strip tease happen and just being like, yeah. so many women in this audience are smelling that. And they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, so many important revelations about self happened in that moment because I, I cannot possibly be alone here. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. So, yeah, so he takes it. Oh, that's right. She tries doing it on him, but he's cold blooded. Yeah. So he's, he's immune like, to it. I like that. I well, like that. Cool. He is true to his wife. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I think he has, I think Mr. Freeze has a great story and motivation in this movie. Yes. yes. It's it's so good, and you can make fun of it if you like, but when he cries and the and the tear freezes and melts away, that's cool. That's, yeah. It's very, it's very sweet, you know? It's mm-hmm. just one of those, like, yeah, he's doing a lot of, a lot of, like, quote-unquote crimes, you know, by stealing diamonds, yeah. you know? But yeah. he's he's doing it to, like save his wife and that's and the only reason he goes dark and bad is because the the thing that was tethering him to his humanity was removed from him it's Mm -hmm. so great to watch that story beat like push him further and that and that ivy is the person behind that agenda like it's so it's so it's such great dynamics you know like i know this is very silly and stuff but like the consequences of that are so fun as, as storytelling mm-hmm. moments of just like, yeah, she wants this. So she does this and it leads him to do that. And like that, that makes his redemption arc that so much more satisfying because it's just like, you were wrong. You, mm-hmm. she's fine. You, you have an opportunity to be the person she loves again. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. And I mean, that's it. Just because we're that's the movie. Just because we're movie. talking about him, like I, it's a. It, I love, like you said, that he doesn't die, and then Batman's like, "We're gonna help you figure this out." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. That's him that's being cool. a good, a good guy. That's like Batman. We, be, yeah, yeah. Like, there's material good that you are doing, and we believe that while you have gone astray, the like the the light that you can bring back from within for other people is enough that we believe in you. We believe in your rehabilitation. We think that you can be the man who took the Hippocratic oath to do no harm once more. It's, it's great. It's great. I mean, not to mention Mr. Freeze, when he is going to like seemingly about to die, he helps Batman so that he can save Pennywise. The old mm-hmm. P- Pennywise. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Alfred. Down in the bat cave, they all float. Oh, Pennyworth. Okay. I was <laughs> yeah. like, um, what? But, um, and that's, I don't know, the, all the, all of, everything with Arnold just works so well for me. All the Mr. Free stuff. No. I think it's really good storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's so, It's just so simple. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that's going on. When, like, like. The, the Christopher Nolan ones, I love them. 
but I, I do think, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen them too, but I do feel like they can, they get kind of convoluted. And to me, it's like, I don't really care. I just am having a good time watching these movies. So that's fine. Yeah. But they do get a little convoluted. Yeah. yeah I don't, you can't I, make a straightforward movie. No. That's not possible. And that's okay. No. Yeah. And that's, and that's fine. But like, sometimes you just, you don't really need Rachel Ghoul's entire like, mysterious backstory mm-hmm. to become the forefront yeah. to, to understand that he wants to poison Gotham. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, he wants right. to do that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's bad. He's good. Good will stop the bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so what we want, we want another one of these movies. Pretty much. Absolutely. That's the, that's the beyond, bottom line. Beyond all measure. Just put put actors in 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 fun costumes in real places have them like do dance fights around each other like it'll be it'll be fun you know just knowing that so many human hands like built things for this yeah yeah for for like physical interaction like that like it it is very tactile you are correct in the table yeah. like all these these textures feel real because they are yeah. real, you know that that flower puppet that eats ivy is it's real. Incredible. It's incredible. So, yeah. It looks so good. I've been watching a lot of the Muppet Show recently as well. Oh, it's nice. just like I just love like the ingenuity of putting interesting things in physical spaces. You know, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, even the they, they even went down to. I think this was. Oh, where was this at? But she holds up like a Venus flytrap, but it's not that. It reminded me of Little Shop of Horrors plant. Yeah. She like held this thing up and is like, someone just made that and it's super <laughs> yeah. detailed and it's in this shot for like two seconds. And there's someone underneath it probably, like, probably that's like, like working it. and Like yeah. turning and crank or like someone on a, like an RC controller, you know, yeah. just like off, off camera. It, it's just, it's so cool and it's so <sighs> effective and it mm-hmm. makes the, the story just like feel real for how re- unreal it is. Yeah. You know? Well, th- this movie actually just has, it has that same feeling I had when, when we watched Gremlins 2. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is great. None of this makes any sense and I need this to be way longer. Yeah. Because this is way too cool. Yeah. And it, that's like kind of, I mean... We take it for granted, but I mean, in a way, that's sort of like subversive. Like, that's a little bit of subversive storytelling of kind of... Because I don't think anyone who is writing this movie and being a part of it is going, well, how do they... Like, they they know how? that what they're doing logically doesn't make sense. Yeah, and how they're do, choosing how do to do diamonds it. become lasers? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> how does that... How how are you getting light to reflect to refract through space on the satellite? It doesn't it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. No, <laughs> yeah. literally, the only it's thing, cool. Yeah, the only thing that makes sense is diamonds are expensive, and bad guys steal the expensive diamonds. Yeah, so that's why it, that's why the lasers work. Yeah, it's great. Mister Freeze doesn't want to screw over the poor. He just wants to steal yeah. diamonds, which have arbitrary value. In- in our society it's <laughs> great maybe just let them have them just like who cares yeah. like yeah they're just diamonds like it's trying to save a life like let's yeah. really think about this it's just, yeah it's too delightful oh my it's gosh just, i'm just so i'm just so happy that when when you had sent me the response and you said you wanted to do this i'm going i hope that it's not i hope we like it and it's not us being like i don't like it and you're just really amped and it wasn't. 
It's oh just us all being amped about Having this movie. Having such a good time. Like, I feel like I'm dangling from a telescope screaming yes to Batman. Like, I'm watching a wrestling <laughs> match. That is so... I loved that so much. Just, like, these two scientists uh-huh. just, like having this like Waldorf and Statler-esque commentary (laughs) while dangling from a telescope. It's just so And Batman's just like, hold on. That's all he's... (laughs) You just have to stay there. We have 11 minutes, okay? (laughs) Time is running. Just just hold on. I gotta move this a bunch. Yeah. What what is that like? They hit the they hit the telescope, and I think the one scientist says like, "What does he say?" Oh, like, it's like, just another day just or something. It's been one, it's been one of those days. I do believe <laughs> it's been one of those days. Yeah, you're right, I got you're right. I got it's, frozen and thawed, and now I'm getting hit with my own telescope. It's just one of those days. But frankly, Which, if Gotham, he's a citizen, yeah, yeah, if he's a citizen of Gotham, maybe it, it is. is just one of those days. One yeah, of those days. definitely. <laughs> but. Oh man! With, with uh, we, we should talk about Batwoman a little bit. Before, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna kind of get to that, but like with, I I'd like before she kind of comes into the picture a little bit. Like Robin and Batman's dynamic, I think they do a really good job. And then like with Alfred, like you said, it just makes that their story stronger mm-hmm. because it's a mm-hmm. it's a movie about family. Yeah. And Bruce is about to lose. Well, all of them are about to potentially lose a member of the family, which makes him you know more um I don't know like protective of Robin. Yeah. It all makes sense. It all checks out. And I just love more towards the end when Batman didn't, uh, you know, save Robin and Robin's like, how come you didn't do it this time? Like, just, I knew you could do it. I trusted you. It's so pure. Because you are a bird and I had to push you out of the nest. It's fine. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Finally, he was ready to push him out. Yeah. I love you. But, uh, yeah. With, with Batgirl. I love that they gave her. Wait, is sh- it is it Batgirl or Batwoman? It's Batgirl. Or is there a difference? Uh, okay, there's okay. A, there's a difference. Uh, Batwoman is wait, hold on, maybe Batwoman's just an older Barbara Gordon. Doesn't matter. This isn't Barbara okay. Gordon in this one, so d- who cares? Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry oh. about it. This is Alfred Pennyworth Smith. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Good. She... Farewell lore. It's yeah, you go sit yeah. in the corner for a while. We're going to do this version. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And this <laughs> is the version. Is... Yeah, I think I I love that they give her all of her the body shots when she gets the suit on, like just like the beginning. It's like, yeah, she's going to get them too, guys. Yeah. Yeah. The there real... was a pretty funny Oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh, I was going to say the real feminism should have been having a uh, Batgirl nipples as well. I, that's the only thing I have a note of, just like yeah, you're gonna do nipples well, on the boys. Get it together. So that's funny that you mentioned <laughs> that. That was what I was about to say. Uh, well, a little bit different, but Schumacher said, you know, he said, "I did not know there would be such a controversy about bat nipples." We we tried to make these. We we looked at like Greek statues and tried to make like peak physical people. Okay, yeah, that makes according sense. to like history. Sure. And then he said, "So when we got to Batwoman, he said." I mean, I we didn't want to be sexist, so he actually said it. He's like, we didn't want to be sexist, so we we tried to do a little bit of nipple, but we we couldn't go too much. That was his yeah. Which I'm like, I yeah, see what you're saying. I mean, we're st- we're still dealing with the the morality standard difference between like quote unquote male presenting nipples and quote unquote female presenting nipples. Like, <laughs> we're we're still having this debate. Yeah, uh, right. E- e- even here in the in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty one. Yeah. 
So the, the fact that maybe he even was trying to figure out, yeah. a, I don't know, a compromise, something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you, like, think, do you think they have, I'm sure they did, like they have these molds up on the wall and they're like, too mm. much, not enough. <laughs> 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 wow i need about Probably. i need about I'm like sure 70 percent less nipple <laughs> <laughs> like crank this, this is a cartoon it's for children so let's turn that nipple yeah. dial way down yeah 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 <laughs> and i mean frankly you can't talk about this movie without talking about nipples yeah no so I'm I'm glad we I'm glad we had that conversation. Yeah, and for the record, I am very pro uh, bat nipples. Thank you, <laughs> loved them. I think I think it's such a bold, weird choice. And thinking really of, and thinking about the in fiction discussion about that is just it's worth its weight in nipples. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it's so weird just thinking that Alfred is making these suits. He made that clear in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So. So Alfred is just like, Bruce, I think you'd look really nice with some nipples. Robin, I believe so as well. And I really need to accentuate your guys' butts. Yeah. Really? Very, very clearly. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. That Don't is, worry. Clear choice. I bought out the Don't entire Costco's uh, supply of baby powder. You're going you're gonna to be fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're good. We're good for uh, a couple weeks at least. Yeah. Also, I noticed something really interesting about the way the costumes worked for this, uh, that the capes had little loops that attached at the knees. It was such a bizarre choice, but I think it was, I think it was made because they flip upside down. And if you've noticed when they flip upside down, their capes don't go upside down. They stay because they're attached by this little like loop at the knee and i noticed it while oh. they were running and like a couple times they oh, were flipping weird. i was like i get i get that that makes sense yeah. for for like yeah. logistics of of what this costume needs to do but also like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get leg braces for capes that sounds like a really great way to get about town it sounds, sounds like they figured out the cape problem yeah in this movie I didn't notice that. I didn't either. Yeah, it was really, like, correct me if I'm wrong, internet, but I'm pretty sure, like, a couple times the capes were attached to both knees. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. It is just so funny. I I just love that Incredibles just completely in one scene destroyed capes functionality. Yeah. With Edna Mode describing to Mr. Incredible that he can't have a cape. Yep. But they still look really cool. Yeah, yeah. And especially in a movie like this, it's like, come on, you yeah. gotta have the cape. I mean, Edna, it's, it's the wings. Yeah, Edna Mode's not wrong. Like now that we have characters that move in real time, you don't mm-hmm. need a cape to sort of like show movement and a still image. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, you know, if, if if we're doing that. But I gotta say, I love I love seeing a cape. Yeah, I think I, they just they just elevate it for me. Yeah. I wonder if there'll be a cape in the new Batman movie because I could see them being more practical. Isn't there in the trailer? He's in it in the suit. I think so. He is okay. I couldn't. I remember. don't remember if he had a cape though. I, I thought am- there's just a shot of him as Maybe. like the his face as oh, Batman. Okay. I have to go back and watch the trailer. I'm pretty sure he has a has a cape because it's yeah a, a descriptor of playing the role of Batman is donning the right. cape and cowl. So. That's yes. true. Yes. <laughs> you kind of how kind of can't do Batman without the cape. True. How amazing would it be 
if because that that trailer was very intense. It looked cool though. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm excited about that movie, but it's it's intense, mm-hmm. which wasn't necessarily what I want out of the next Batman movie. But if if the movie like <laughs> we, the movie just starts and it's like <laughs> and the whole movie is like this like amped up and there's pals and bang i I've, obviously this would never happen but That'd just imagine a marketing. world where that happened yeah. and like the <laughs> contrast is not nearly as dark and stuff oh and God. it's just like the most insane movie Every, Matt everybody's, pulled a prank. everybody's walking in expecting seven and instead they get a schumacher i would <laughs> yeah. i would I would literally laugh myself for days if that's yeah. what happened. If it was just like, yeah, our Pats is just a really corny Batman. <laughs> that would just we be crazy. She's like, if you did that, I feel like marketing wise, you would want to market it like you're a rebranding Batman. And this yeah, feels yeah. like, you know, I mean, I'm not, it, it just still feels kind of like you're a little bit run of the mill darkness, which yeah. it looks like it's going to be a little bit more detective, which I'm super into if that's the case. And I hope so. But You'd think they would really try and rebrand him. Yeah. And obviously this is not going to happen. No, this no, no, is no. just like it's just yeah. yeah. This is yeah. like a genie in a bottle. You have a spare wish to use. Yeah, yeah. even and you just even say, even the monkey's paw isn't messing with this one. Just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, a, and a and and somewhere a monkey paw finger just like went up and was like, Why? Yeah, I'm giving that one back. <laughs> that to would you. Yeah. take it back. Damn. Yeah. The, the the dead monkey's like i don't even want to see batman yeah. movie like that oh. <laughs> yeah yeah i will say well, i'm very excited for our pats because i realized v- very oh, yeah. early on in the per- like the idea of this production of like of course bruce wayne is a, just a weirdo like uh-huh. he's gotta be like i'm sure sometimes he's very very charming but like the idea that like this is your life and these are your choices and you're just you're just building batarangs you have to be a little weird and i yes. love that and he just he's going to look so good oh yeah my goodness I'm if not. he looks half as good as he looks in tenant we're all good if he looks half as good as he looks anytime <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll be great like bruce wayne handsome weirdo yes yeah got to yes. love it I, I think it'll be good i i it's gonna be good. It has to be. It's Batman. I hope so. Having said that, though, there are movies that aren't so good. But yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like I've said what I wanted to say about this movie. But I mean, do either of you have more thoughts on on this? As uh, we kind of rush through the end, but um, I mean, I I do like very much that we do have a, a beeline where we've got the very cool teen element of the two kids like escaping to go race motorcycles. I forgot that we <laughs> took, I forgot that we took time out of our, out of our Batman movie to just be like, Hey, in a couple of years, you're really going to like this film franchise called the fast and the furious. We're just going to give you a little, <laughs> like a little appetizer right here of it. Yes. Have fun. Uh, you know, it's a very like Dean Pelton. Like, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. And then it's just like, please give me all the weird, wacky race movies. Like, I think if anything is a like a spiritual successor to these Schumacher Batman's, it's got to be the Fast franchise. I feel like you said something about Fast and Furious when we were watching well, it. That part. I made a joke. I just made a joke. Okay. And, but sh- you're bringing the seriousness. I, and I, and- I think so because there, there's, there's. There's family being very important. There's the the incredible idea that like 
this family can't be beat in in the same way of like Batman cannot be beat in a in a Schumacher Batman universe like mm-hmm. the bad guy can get away sometimes but like good always wins you know just the sheer gonzo physics of everything and the yeah. deep love of cars and set pieces and and building those stakes in really fun locations yeah I, well, I, and, I, th- I think the fast, the fast franchise like scratches that similar itch, you know, that's very interesting. So, Rachel, <laughs> we have to admit we we never really watched those movies. <gasps> I never I've I started watching them during quarantine because because Patrick and Scott have just raved about them for so long and were so excited about the Fast 9 trailer. I was like, I have to I have to understand what this is. Because yeah. two humans who I value the opinions of, like, think these movies are really great. Very similar to, like, how they got me to watch John Wick. Uh, and mm-hmm. as I have I have yet to be led astray. I, I still need to watch Fast 8 and Hobbs and Shaw. But up to this point, they have been so much fun. So That's good to wild. Hear. Just, like, how do we do superheroes but they're cars and no one wears capes? We figured it out. Like sometimes they're like spies and other times they're doing a heist. It's fabulous. It's I just have so much fun. If you if you need an idea of like how weird it gets, start with Tokyo Drift and then go back to the first two because that's the only one I've seen. The first two are, are are still like tending the normal waters. Of just like sure. this is an undercover FBI story. Like we're mm-hmm. we're trying to do point break, but with cars. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Like Fast One, a very tender story between two men and on opposite sides of an opinion, like finding mm-hmm. love and respect for each other. It's it's great. I love it. But like when they hit Tokyo Drift, they're like, no, it's it's just punch boys, but they're cars. It's, we're doing that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and they're so and they're still so good. Like their stories are so fun, and the characters are so committed and so solid. Cool. To like who they are, you know, like everyone's like Dom, Dominic Toretto's always like family, but it's like, it is, it's super important to him. And it's a, it's a key part of his characterization that carries you through. It's so good. I love it. Wow. It's great. Also the, the, we, the, the race sequences a, are so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We've heard it's great, but that might be the most passionate explanation of it to me. And I, yeah. Wow. That made me like less trepid, like. Yeah. What am well, I we've, saying? We've kind of been saving it like like whenever we cover that series. That's when we're, we'll jump in because we'll have the fun narrative that we don't normally have where we're like, everyone says this is good and we're coming in fresh, you know, yeah. 20 years late yeah. to the party. So Yeah, as, as one who started watching them in earnest at the end of last year, just like... They're great. Okay. Like very similar well, maybe that's, to maybe that's that's when we'll have you back on. Yeah, very <laughs> similar to John Wick and just like the, like the description of it makes it sound like it's not as good as it is and then you mm-hmm. watch it and you're just like, "No, this is some people doing some really great craft." You know, in yeah. in very like heightened ways. Well, okay. and it, it does make sense because what's what's one of our favorite franchises? It's Mission Impossible, and it seems yeah. like it's in a similar zone. Yeah. Just like craziness galore. I, yeah. Yeah. Like what what stunts can we do? Let's do them. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but man, this movie rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's cool. Talking about it made me like it even more, and I came into it already liking it so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, could you give us your 
your f- the original four ranking of what you personally think is the best Batman and the, the your least favorite of the first four. Ooh, that's so tough because th- they all are doing something so different. And ooh, ah, ugh. they're ju- they're just so anarchic for me, like. Ooh. You don't. You don't have to. Yeah, you really can't. I. I think in terms of like one, like the ones that live with me the most. I think that's the best way for me to do it. it it's got to be Batman okay. Forever. Mm-hmm. Then, and this is not a ranking of which ones I think are best because I think they're all doing different things. And like Burton is is doing some interesting craft with his, and I think Schumacher is doing some interesting craft in like both of their philosophies. I think these are very endemic of their directors, um, which is which is not to say one is one is better or worse. They're just very different. Um, but more moments in Batman Forever live rent free in my head, followed very closely by Batman and Robin. Uh for me, Michelle Pfeiffer's performance in Batman Returns carries that a lot more for me than than Nicholson in the regular mm-hmm. Batman. Though let's okay. get though the moment of let's get nuts is like a cultural like touchstone now, and that's very yeah. So in terms of like ones that if you asked me what do I remember the most of, it would be Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Batman Returns, and then Batman. Well, yeah. Wow, Jordan, um, what's your ranking? I think for me, it would be Batman, Batman and Robin, Batman Returns, and then Batman Forever. That's the same for me. Yeah? Yeah. The The but, original Batman, I I think I just have more of a connection to it, because I, I saw that movie, and it just was the first superhero movie I saw, and it, like, speaking of Awakenings, I was just like, this is what superheroes are like. I want to like read about these and ex- like this is so cool. Yeah, yeah. But I do, I do like, I I do agree that I think all of them are doing a totally different thing, which is really cool because we have Burton for two and they're both so different, and then we have Schumacher for two and they're both so different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. They like both directors like their craft kind of like looks the same. Sure. But like what they're going for is still different in every movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just I think the the two Schumachers are more closely related to the unified theory of of Rachel Quirky Shank. Because like I look at yeah. these and I'm like, of course I became a burlesque dancer. Like <laughs> obviously, like no no wonder yeah. I was in like this really like heightened, like high theater, high drag uh-huh. mentality for so long because like I grew up on these kind of movies, you know, these very yeah, like, totally. sparkly, very colorful, very cartoony. Like, of course, I'm an otaku now. Like, what were we <laughs> even going to do about this? I love when everything's just cranked up to a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Well, unless you got anything else on the movie, do you have anything to plug? Oh, my gosh. And I hope you do. Uh, please find me on the internets i'm i'm in lots of places uh go check out my shit posting on twitter at uh, uh at <laughs> i am rachel quirky uh also so the same on instagram though i don't do much uh with my instagram except for post dumb photos of old dollar store buckets because they <laughs> they carry memories it's fine uh but if you if you want to yell at me or talk to me directly i do uh twitch streams 
Uh, my partner and ah. I play Twitch uh, on Monday nights, Thursday nights, and Saturdays. Uh, you oh. can go to twitch.tv slash Rachel underscore quirky. Uh, currently, we are doing a playthrough of Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. It's so much fun. It's such a cool. good game. <laughs> I'm 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 voicing Phoenix Wright and I'm not doing a good job, but my partner John does amazing voices. So come to talk pop culture with me and come to listen to great performances by my partner. Like we are awesome. We almost cool. we make one functioning streamer together. Love it. <laughs> cool. Well and and definitely listeners check out the infinity podcast oh yes my too. my podcast of course i do two of them the infinity podcast uh with uh patrick h willems of youtube fame and scott thomas of i know this much is true fame and then i also do an interview show podcast with my friend matt aka stormageddon called screen snark where we talk about movies and tv and what they mean to us and our our guests uh please also know that you are you both are on my short list for that Ooh, we'd love to come on yeah be cool make more noise in um, more places yeah well we what do we love movies yes. and the more we can talk about it the happier we are ding ding <laughs> but folks for you listeners at home as you know we're we're at the end of part one of our batman exploration and we're gonna take a quick trilogy break and then we'll go into the dark knight so but next week still in the comic book vein but but more, not really but kind in of the, a little bit more original and but by original you mean we're gonna be talking for the next three weeks about unbreakable <gasps> and split and the misunderstood but definitely masterpiece glass wow. and if you haven't seen i guess un, i guess if you've only have not seen split sorry for the spoiler <laughs> but you should have seen it by now yeah, so we will be talking about that next week, and uh, can't wait. Some one of my favorite series yes. of movies. Love it. Can't wait so. to talk about M Night. Oh yeah, finally. But anyway, thank you for coming on, Rachel. Thank you a so much for treat. having thank me. You so much. This was a delight. Thank you. What a. I'm so glad. I don't think Clooney had a better time on one of his weekends than I did just now. Oh <laughs> come on, you're too kind. Wow, love it. Well, we'll see you later, guests, and uh, yeah, see you later. I mean, that sums it up. <laughs> Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Bye. Micah Jordan, Rachel Quirky Shane.